Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of Baddies Mean Business. I'm Mackenzie. For those of you who don't know and are new here, I'm 23 from Kansas City, originally from Yakima, Washington. And my name is Riley. I'm also from Yakima, Washington, but I'm living here in San Diego. And so this is the story of our lives. We're early in our career, in our 20s. So today, happy Women's History Month. It's the very first episode of the month in March, and we're really excited about it. And so today we just wanted to start off with bringing back the baddie briefing. And so if you don't know or remember the baddie briefing, we used to do this like every episode where we would talk about um, our intentions for the week and then our favorite product that came from the week, and we we would do that with guests. We stopped doing it for a bit, um, but... We're going to bring it back and starting today. So, Ken's, I don't know if you want to start first. We're going to go ahead and share our favorite product. And then now we're going to do a little bit different um, by sharing a quote. So, yes. Yeah, I can absolutely take it away. So I will start with my quote of the week. And it says, your direction is more important than your speed. And I really liked this because it kind of is going to be a little bit of a a little bit of a reflection of like kind of what we're going to talk about in the podcast today. Um, but this is huge for me just because I just think that the idea of like, you're always trying to like be ahead of yourself. I personally, I personally think this affects me a lot just because I am a kind of person who likes to be in the future. And like, I don't always sit back and reflect in the present. And that's something I've been trying to work on a lot in especially like the career space and wanting to be ahead of the game for like where I think I should be in my career where I think I should be in this phase of life or whatever so I think it's a really good reminder just to like sit back and remember that the direction the journey is what's important and the speed and how fast you get there is not and because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day it's going to happen if it's supposed to be in your line of path and to not rush anything that's supposed to just naturally happen the way that it's supposed to and unravel the way it's supposed to. So I really mm-hmm. like this quote. Yeah, I think that's like, okay, honestly, I feel like all of our generation, um, people in their 20s at this time are just like, they have the burden. Like, not, I, It's hard to say burden, but of just like constantly thinking about what else I could be doing. I just read that uh, it's a it's a sign of like high achieving people, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But um, me and my friends were talking about it and we were talking about it in the way of relationships and how like everyone's like, Oh, I gotta be married. And I gotta be dating by right. like 30, or, like married mm-hmm. by 30 kids by 30. And I'm like, and we're in there. What? I'm 22. We're all like 23, 24. And they're like, Oh my gosh, I feel like it's late. Like I'm like, we're single right now. I'm like, Oh my God. But I think this is like, maybe this is a new normal. Like this right. is maybe like how it's supposed to be now. Like we just are not going to have the same expectations of being like finding your loved one by like 22. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's relevant all across, all across life, life's Absolutely. milestones. So mm-hmm. valid point for me. I feel like both of our quotes tie into kind of what we're going to be talking about today. And our main topic will be how to get unstuck essentially is like unstuck in life, unstuck personally, just that feeling of being in a single spot and not knowing, not knowing where to go from here. Um, so my quote is what you do makes a difference and you have to decide what kind of difference you want to make. This is by Jane Goodall in the light of women's history month and a woman who has changed history. Um, I just love this quote because I like the sense of like, you have a choice everything is a choice 
um, your mentality is a choice. And I've, I've fallen way too many times into like, just like feeling insecure about like where I'm at in my, my current life stage. Should I be doing more? Like I see so many other folks doing more capable of more, like what can I do to be better? And I like this because it's like, it's about the large scale idea of what you want to do with your life. It, mm-hmm. it, there's things will come as they are meant to. Um, so I just think it's nice. And I am excited to talk about this topic today. But first, we'll go back and we'll share about our favorites from yes. the week. So my favorite is actually not a item, which is like kind of weird because normally I'm like a beauty item or like yeah. something I've been enjoying for food or whatever. Um, this week, Josue, my boyfriend and I have been watching The Last of Us on HBO. And if <gasps> yeah. you guys haven't seen it, it's fantastic. Our friends here in KC got us onto it like a few weeks ago I think it was like by the time it was hitting the fourth season or fourth season Mm -hmm. the fourth episode we um got into it they every Sunday they'll do like a last of us like tv show watching so we went to like the fourth episode hadn't seen the other ones which was kind of silly but we ended up re-watching all of them and now we're like caught up completely and we're gonna go to their house like for the last two episodes it is so good and I feel like a lot of these shows can either be well, obviously, if you haven't heard, it's based on, like, the the game. And so, I guess, like, in this sense, it's different than, like, other kind of, like, post-apocalyptic style yeah, like TV Walking shows. Yeah, Dead. Right. Yeah. Totally. And so, this one, I've heard, I haven't played the game personally, but I've heard it's, like, really, really similar to how the game is played. And so, I thought that was really awesome. But I think overall just like that post-apocalyptic kind of style of tv show i think it was so incredibly well done the actors are phenomenal like just -hmm. the whole storyline is just uh it's just like a heartthrob and (laughs) i really really like it so if you haven't watched it i would highly recommend and that has like been just a favorite of ours this week and last week just getting into it and i'm really sad that there's only two episodes left so i know it's okay because it's good (laughs) I, the third episode was like the most unexpected love story. I'm like, here you are anxious as heck, like just waiting for something to pop out and all of a sudden, boom, like one of the greatest love stories of the year year, um, in an episode. It was just the cutest thing. And so I don't usually like these type of shows. Like I could Mm -hmm. not play Call of Duty Zombies with my brother. I couldn't take it. I didn't watch Walking Dead. I just like, I'd Mm -hmm. never really been into that stuff. But for some reason, The Last of Us, I can hang with it. And it's actually yeah. really, it has a lot of really good plot to it. Um, but yeah, I love that. I for mm-hmm. So other other than that, for me, I did choose a product, which is crazy. Um, you know, like not a product girl. I mean, you are, but like, not as, like I feel like every episode I'm a product girly. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm definitely not as much of a things person, but I can yeah. appreciate it when I mm-hmm. can. And so for me, we have a trip coming up to Jamaica at the end of this month and so I'm on my health girl thing trying my best you know and part of that being (laughs) part of that being what I drink you know don't drink your calories and so I've been drinking Olipop I am I love it like come on I I know not to be a stand this is not paid this is not a paid sponsorship or nothing like that um I love Olipop because the cherry vanilla for one is like my favorite flavor like I'm a big like cherry coke girl if I drink soda I don't drink mm-hmm. soda but if I do I would want that so Olipop is great to mix with things like I love like mixing with for like, cocktails or just like yes. mocktails or yes. just like get something sweet and you just want it um 
Like I said, this is not a paid sponsorship. I'm just a stand. Just a just stand. A stand. Mm-hmm. Um, so check it out. I know there's like yes. it's like the poppy versus Olipop like like territory war on TikTok right now with all the popular influencers. The prebiotic sodas are taking mm-hmm. over. Yes, they are. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> rightfully so. It's nice to have like an alternative to things. Honestly. Yeah. I love both brands for their own reasons and their own flavors. Yeah, I um I feel like I go 50-50 with both of them. I tend to lead towards Poppy just because they have like one of their flavors, which is like their Doc Pop, I think is what it's called. It's like their yeah. and their cherry lime. Those are like specifically intended to be like uh Dr. Pepper and Coke. And like yeah. those are two of my favorite like sodas ever and so those had me hooked but the olipops like i love their like the strawberry vanilla one and i think it's their i can't remember what it's called the creamsicle one is really yes good. that's that's what i'm yeah. thinking of i'm like it's orange but it's not yeah it's <laughs> but it's super one. good yeah yeah and love them and i think like you said the whole mocktail thing i'm like i feel like it's so such a thing right now for you to have like cute aesthetic cups and like glass straws and you're sipping your like mocktail but it's like a prebiotic mm-hmm. probiotic soda yeah. <laughs> instead like, of like you know <laughs> yeah and there's like this thing there's this thing on like twitter i mean not just twitter it's like the tech community and i don't even know if it's just the tech community i think it's mm-hmm. it's like everywhere too but it's like the sober curious folks who are you know like moving away from alcohol there's like this movement like um just sobriety and i'm like mm-hmm. i'm all more t- all the more to you um yeah. I feel like it's, I think it's cool that there's going to be alternatives that can make you, it make it a lot easier. I mean, it's yeah. not like it's hard to give up alcohol for most people, but, um, <laughs> but it kind of makes it easier just to have something in your hand when you're out and about that you can like yeah. actually enjoy. Well, um, I think it's and- a social aspect of it too. Like having a beverage, um, like when you're out, I mean, obviously it might be a little bit harder to have, like bring a poppy or bring an Olipop to like, you know, a bar and drink that. But I feel yeah. like having that when you're like hanging out with friends and having that as an option if you don't want to drink alcohol if you don't want to like participate in that then or even just like soda drinking or like sugary drinks if you're like trying to you know promote good gut health or you're just trying to like be a little bit healthier in terms of that like you said drink your calories and so I think that that's just a easy way and a fun way to incorporate that into your diet without like it changing too much so Period. I think that's a great, it's a great, we're us going off about Poppy and Olipop. We're like, yes, bring us the, the gut health sodas. <laughs> well, we're going to go ahead and transition. We're going to get into mm-hmm. it. We're going to get into the topic of this episode, um, yeah. which is getting unstuck or mm-hmm. the feeling of being stuck. What does it feel like? Um, what does it mean? What can you do to like reframe that in your head? Um, me and Kenzie brought this up because we really feel like this has been a, um it's just been a, this is kind of where we are in our life like mm-hmm. this is a point where like we're 22 we're 23 we're in our first year out of college um there's that that like whole idea and I feel like I've talked about this before where it's like you always know uh, have a kind of a sense of like where you're you're going like what the goal is when you're like in college or high school like those structured okay cool so the reason that we want to talk about this is that me and Kenzie were having a conversation this week and we were both talking about this feeling of like um, trying to find a sense of direction from this point on, both personally and professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, for Kenzie, like she's gone through this like huge transition of moving across the country to Kansas City. And for me, it's just overall like learning a new position in a new industry uh, and having conversations with other people who I found to 
they actually think the same way. And so we're going to talk about it. We're going to just like get it all out there right now. Um, especially like I have a feeling there's a lot of people who are thinking this way too. Mm. So like you're not alone. We're not alone. It's like it's just a really hard thing to talk about is like feeling like like back to Kenzie's quote, you're not in a place where you feel like you should be. Like there's no perfect image. I think of where you're supposed to be, yeah. but I think it's like coming to terms with like the insecurity of just like not knowing things and feeling like you should know more. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of like figuring out how to get over that and like, just yeah. like let down your guard with that. So what about you, Ken's? Like, I want you to share a little bit more about you and like how this is prevalent in like your life. Cause I think, I think it's great. I think this is great to talk about. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So like Riley said, we kind of had like a heart to heart moment this week. Like, Full transparency, this girl had a mental breakdown last week, was feeling like almost not even an identity crisis. It was more just like, like Riley said at the beginning of the episode, worry or the idea of like feeling stuck. And I for a second was like, should I take a break from the podcast? Should like, where can I like eliminate things that might be like heavy on my plate while I'm transitioning and trying to like, you know, get into a flow here in KC, which is something we talked about in the previous episode. But I just was like feeling all the feelings and just like unleashing it all to her. And we just kind of like, originally I had the idea of like, I'm going to take a break from the podcast just for like maybe a month. Um, Give myself that space to, you know, hop back into things and like feel really prepared coming back. And then I like, you know, really did some self-reflection and tried to like, just kind of be with like myself and my emotions through like a couple days after that. And then we talked again and I was like, you know what? There's a part of me that's like, I know myself and I get very comfortable with being comfortable. And I knew that if I took a break from the podcast, that that wouldn't solve my problems, that diving more internally was going to help me. And if anything, the podcast fuels my soul to like, you know, talk about hard things and like get me uncomfy and like be more vulnerable. And so... I was like, no, I cannot separate myself from this. Like, I have to keep going because I know that taking it away was not going to be good because it's my one passion project that I, like, love. I can't strip away work. That's, like, you know, something I have to do. Mm-hmm. But finding, like, comfort in here and then having, like, more self-reflection was something that was going to help. So kind of, like, that being all over the place, I just was really feeling in that moment how, like, stuck I felt and I couldn't. I was feeling kind of off like the whole week before and I was like, what is going on? Why am I feeling this way? I am happy to be in KC. Like, that's not it. I love my job and I love being creative. Yes, I get very stressed out in my job and some days like any other job you hate it or you just want to like not be working and that's the last thing you want to do and like personal life things were going good, like feeling connected to my family, feeling connected to my people, my my boyfriend, my best friends, like I was feeling good. But something in me was just like, something's off. Like, what is going on? And I just really think that it came to feeling like I needed to do so much more than, like, I was doing and not being patient with myself in the sense of, like, I have so much going on. (laughs) And, like, it's okay to not be 100% in every single category all the time. And I think that, like, going back to the quote that I said, it's like, you need to like, I need to be focusing on the journey and not like what's going to, you know, get me to happiness or get me to success because it's like, you have that right now. You have that in 
your space here and acknowledging those instead of wanting the next big thing is something that like I've been trying to really be intentional about this year already. And I feel like it's been something that I think that I've had down and I think that I'm doing well. And like, we've had a lot of conversations about like, you know, striving for these things and wanting these things. But lately I'm like, do I even really know like how I'm doing, like what I want, like in terms of, and what I need and what I need. That's the other thing is like, have I even known what I needed to help me, you know, mentally to help me, you know, in Mm -hmm. my career in that kind of thing, more like, Not help me to success, but I mean, help me like not freak the freak out. (laughs) And so, yeah. um, So it's kind of like that's been on my heart lately of like trying to find things to ground me a little bit more in the sense of like every aspect of my life and not keep me from like rushing and thinking that I have to be like one step ahead of the game and where other people are at and things like that. Yeah, and, so, and to add like an element of like realness into this conversation, like we can we can talk high level, but like mm-hmm. just to get really really personal into it, um, like Kenzie works in social media, like she sees mm-hmm. media all day long, and media is like it's perspective. It's like it's um it's really just like altering the perspective of people and like how they interpret like how brands are and all that. Mm-hmm. And seeing that every day, I can imagine being like a I can imagine being super exhaustive. And so it just kind of shifts. Like it's hard to understand what you want when you're seeing what everybody else Mm -hmm. wants and is doing all the time. And so it's like that constant comparison always like seems to come up. And so I really do want to dig like into like Mm -hmm. that. Why, like why, where that stuck feeling got, Mm -hmm. um, because like for me and I can talk on me and then you can, I would love to hear from you too. Is like that why of like why I felt stuck was, so I'm coming up on my like one year um, at my job and I love my work. Like I, I work for those who don't know, I'm chief of staff at behind genius ventures and um, working with Paige has been amazing. And there's nothing I could say really wrong with it. It's really just comes down to me. Like I and me and my like imposter syndrome. And like, I heard this quote, this guy on a call and he was just like everybody and like venture capital has like the sense of imposter syndrome. And so I think it wasn't until I came out of that a little bit more that I understood like, whoa, I was really in it. Like Mm -hmm. I was, I, the way to describe it is like, there was things that would come up and like, oh, I've never done this before. Like I've never done this like type of like process before or uh, building a process. I'm like, okay, who do I, who should I reach out to? What are the right questions to ask? Mm Um, and going out to people and asking those questions was something I was just like, I, I've always had like a kind of a hard time doing, like asking for help. Um, and that feeling, it just felt, feels like your heart is just like in a box mm-hmm. and you feel this sense of anxiety and like stress just come over you. And, and then it comes into like procrastination and avoid, avoidance. Like right. then you become, you avoid the thing that makes you feel so tense and so mm-hmm. anxious and so stressed. Mm-hmm. and that feeling and then it just builds up and it builds and builds and builds ultimately into the point that it explodes and that's kind of how for me it felt it's like it wasn't until I realized like what was happening 
and seeing the impact it had on my day to day that I'm just like, this is just not how I want to live like anymore. Like yeah. I don't want that feel. I want that confidence. Like it's the confidence that makes such a difference. It makes such totally, a freaking totally. difference. Holy cannoli. Like it solves so many <laughs> things. It, yeah. It's crazy to think about how much, how many issues really are just rooted in your own like self-sabotaging qualities mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hashtag um <laughs> and it's one thing it's like one thing to just like say it and hear it from other people and it's another right. thing to experience it mm-hmm. um and to know to have that comparison of like what the f- different like feelings and stages feels like yeah. um so i think it might, it's just like that insecurity it just comes down to the insecurity of like not knowing or feeling you should be doing better but like nobody knows what they're doing. And I had this conversation with another um, another chief of staff from another firm and she was wonderful. And like, I loved hearing her thoughts and I want to share a little bit about that just because it was so comforting to hear from someone else that you're not alone. Like mm-hmm. you, everyone thinks it. And she mentioned, she's like, I want to find like, like where should I go from here? And I think that was the, the, the a huge root of like the issue too. Mm-hmm. It's like, where do I go from here? How like, do I get unstuck? What is that next? What's that next goal? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm out of college now. Like, chief of staff. I love my role, but there's always a next step. Mm-hmm. And so, identifying, I think, with the chief of staff role, especially, is like it can find, be you're doing so many different things. Like, one day you're in finance department, one time, one day you're in operations, one day you're on the investment side for the firm, one day you're in events. Like, you, it changes so sporadically. Like, what is that next goal? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really common thing that happens, especially in like for many people, but the chief of staff community too. It's like, what do we strive for? Like, what is what? How do we find our our thing? Like, what what we're growing towards? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I thought of something when you were like talking about all that and hearing from other people, just like that you've talked to, and also just like knowing and hearing that from like other podcasts or other people that we've had on the podcast that. Like everybody feels this way, but everybody feels it differently and it comes Mm -hmm. in different waves for other people and it shows up in different ways for other people, which I think is what's really interesting. It's like, yes, everybody can feel this way, but why do we all still feel it if we know that other people feel the same way? Like, why Mm -hmm. do I continue comparing myself to other people in my industry or online or whatever when... Like, they do probably the exact same thing. It's like, why why do we forget that mm-hmm. when we're, like, going through it, you know? And so I think yeah. that's really interesting and kind of, like, reflecting on mine is, like, Riley's right. I am in the face of social media all the time. Any media platform, like, I'm in it. And a lot of times I used to say, like, well, I have to be on it. I have to do this. I have to do it. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I have to be consumed mm-hmm. in it or I'm not, you know... I'm not gaining new information, hopping on those new trends, like figuring out what the new next thing is. And I've like had this thought for a really long time of like, I need to have better boundaries with social media. I need to have better boundaries with like, what is work and what is leisure. And one thing that I feel like recently that's been like a big flip of a switch was like actually taking a whole vacation and like deleting my Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, like everything off my phone. And that was so nice. So when I was in Mexico, I was like, I'm not going to post a single thing while I'm on this trip. I took, I took a lot of pictures. I even like recorded a lot of videos and I, but I didn't post them like while I was there. I didn't go on social media when I was there. I might've like, you know, in the car when we were like 
going from a city to a city, I do it. But like when I was in the thick of like our vacation, I was not on it and I removed the apps from my phone. So that way it wouldn't feel like in passing time that I felt the need to do that instead of like literally soaking up the fact that I was in another country and like with my family and like, why wouldn't I just want to be in that in the thick of it? Mm -hmm. And so that really put my mind more in perspective of like, no, you need to do like actual things like that, not just you know, take an evening off of social media. Like you need long periods of time or you need very intentional periods of time. Because I feel like in the past I'd be like, yeah, take off, you know, take the um, apps off your phone for a day or like just try to limit yourself and be very self-aware of how you're consuming your content. And I feel like it's so hard to just tell yourself to be self-aware. Like you can't just be like that flip of a switch and like be self-aware of like, yeah. Because your subconscious mind is the thing that goes to, like, when you're looking at a picture, I was actually, like, watching or I was listening to a podcast the other day, um, and the girl was talking about how she was literally cooking dinner and to pass time, she likes to, like, put on a YouTube video. And she didn't have Mm -hmm. anything in her subscription box, so she, like, went over to, like, her Explore page on um, YouTube and saw, like, a cute vlog of, like, someone on vacation. And so she clicked on it because it had a cute thumbnail and she was like, found herself like going into the episode and be like, I'm literally just like finished working a long day of work, making dinner where these people are doing like the same exact kind of like, they are content creators like I am and maybe have like jobs, but they get paid to go travel and like experience things. And she like was literally just doing something simple and was in a good headspace. And then all of a sudden she started comparing herself to this girl's life. And I was like, mm-hmm. I have done that more times than I can count. And so many times, often than not, are like, I am doing that with a complete subconscious. Like, it's just going and I don't even realize that it's happening until I like, yeah, like my actual <laughs> mind comes in. And it's like, hey, you shouldn't be thinking like that. Like, what are you doing? And I feel like that's such a good reminder because for me, it's like, I tried so hard to be so self-aware, but it's like you can't control what your mind naturally does and you really have to like create a habit of not allowing yourself to do that or stopping yourself. And so that's where I found like taking real time away from social media was very helpful for me. And now I'm like, okay, no, you know yourself better and you can't just say, Hey, I'm going to consume content for fun. Like, no, you need to actually take time off of it and then, you know, decide from there what content you are like on the days where you can, you know, be on social media, yeah. those are the days where it's like, okay, just think of how you want to and just be aware, but still have those breaks. Does that kind of make sense? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. that's kind of I feel how, like this is like a, yeah. I feel like this is like, so now talking on like the feeling of like, okay, we've talked about like how, what that feeling of being stuck mm-hmm. felt like, but now we're talking about what we're doing about it. Right. So yeah, I think that's like really important. I feel like me, it's interesting because everything everyone's going to get unstuck differently Mm -hmm. like or the same like it really just is up to you and so for you it worked that way where it's like removing yourself and identifying like other content creators or finding that Mm -hmm. um same feeling and figuring out ways that works for you to avoid it yeah um and i don't even like i have i want to say avoid so lightly too because i feel like avoiding things is like such a difficult like it's a i think it's a root cause in a lot of issues avoiding things it causes anxiety Mm -hmm. you know it's there um 
I also hate the feeling of feeling confined to rules. Mm-hmm. And I think that's my biggest issue with like finding that really consistent discipline in things. Um, I'm like, I want my freedom. I want my freedom mm-hmm. of choice. But I'm like, really? No, though, like in the long run, girly pop, yeah, this is <laughs> it, you got to do this. Right. Yeah. Right. 100%. And so like what helped me and I, I'm not going to say this in the, in the perspective of I've overcome because like this is mm-hmm. an ongoing process. Oh, like yeah. this is life, girl. I w- this is life. Like it's this not like life. a straight this shot. Is, it's a this is it's a, a wave. woo. It's a wave. <laughs> For those watching. It's a, it's a roller <laughs> it's a coaster, <laughs> ups and downs, you know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the best thing that helped me was just admitting it. Like not yeah. hiding it you know, mm-hmm. like avoiding it. Mm-hmm. It was like talking to my parents about it, talking to the people that I, I work around like directly, like so closely and just being really vulnerable about it. And I swear to you, it was like, I just like, it was like a flip of a switch, mm-hmm. like that feeling of shame yeah, just like kind of disappeared. And it, it, it just felt so good to just kind of get it out in the open. It recognized it for what it was. It was the feeling just like so stuck. Mm-hmm. And not taking advantage of the pe- like the resources around you to like to get out of it, just change the pattern, like change the system, like yeah. do something different. Like obviously it's not working right now, Riley. <laughs> like you go <laughs> so do something different. Switch it up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so at first, the first step for me was admitting it. Yeah. Um, just identifying it for what it was. I think that was for sure a big step in mine. Obviously, I feel like it's a very like anything that you say that you have a hard time with, it's like admitting the faults or admitting the areas that are wrong and actively like seeking to better them or like change them. And I think for me for so long, I don't think that I, I think I thought that I was like admitting it, but I, cause I was admitting it to myself, but I wasn't, you know, relying on people who are close to me to like help me and like, mm-hmm. you know, be transparent with those people about how that because ultimately like if I don't help myself and like I guess I can admit it to myself but it's still going to show up in areas and if people don't in my life who are very close to me don't understand my journey and like how it's unraveling are going to see the hard parts and think that like you know be concerned for me but I don't understand what's going on. And so I think Mm -hmm. what you were saying, Riley, of like, you know, talking to your parents and talking to people who are close to you, like, I opened up to Riley for like the first time in a fat minute. And I don't, but she's my best friend. And she's a person I tell everything to and why I feel like I need to like, not go to anybody about anything is just It's a feeling of shame. Yeah, I feel like for me. Yeah, absolutely. For what? Yeah, for what? Yeah, that's the biggest thing is like, for what? Why do I feel shameful to my best friend or to my partner or to my family about these things? It's like I hold myself at such a high standard when nobody put it there other than me. And if people have Mm -hmm. put it on me in the past, it's like, why? Why have people put a standard (laughs) on me that I have to be or do a certain thing to be achievable? It's like, you don't get to choose that for me. I get to choose that for me. And I shouldn't let... Mm -hmm outside factors control that and so it's a lot of like unlearning and relearning how to do that and that part I think is so incredibly hard and it's so different for everybody and like kind of transitioning more into like how I've been doing that I feel like I have just been like Riley trying to be very transparent with people in my life like I after I talked to Riley I talked to my boyfriend and I like shared it with other people in my life just like how I've been feeling stuck and 
I don't think it should be shameful. And I know, and I tell myself that I'm like, this is not shameful, but when you're in the thick of it, it's hard to like step back and like provide that comfort for yourself. So like when I'm in the thick of it and I'm having like an anxiety attack, or if I am like bawling profusely because I'm so lost and so confused, like it's easy to just forget everything that you've been trying to fix and learn. And Mm -hmm. yeah, but I think that my biggest thing right now is just like talking, just talking to people, like trusting the people who literally tell me, hey, bounce things off of me. What's going on in your Mm -hmm. head? Like, help me. Also, another thing that I've been like doing more is trying to like write the things down that I'm feeling, not journal, not have prompts, just like literally word vomiting on paper and just trying Mm -hmm. to like get it all out because if it's just continuously rolling in my brain, that's, it's not going anywhere. It's not going out. At least it's going on to paper if I'm not ready to like fully talk to anybody about it or if I'm still trying to like get a grip on what those feelings actually are, which is a lot of times for me, like a hard part too is like, okay, why am I feeling this way? Because I apparently need an answer for everything. And so in my head, I'm like, why this, why that? And that just is something that I feel like I've been trying to do. And I also am like, but I'm not in any place that I'm like, yeah, I've got it figured out. But these are just things that like I've been doing right now currently while being in the thick of it to help me. And I'm like seeking other things as well that are good for me and trying to be very Mm -hmm. intentional about like my, my consumption of social media and finding those balances between work and entertainment and yeah so that's Mm -hmm. kind of like in my cycle of how things are going at the current moment yeah yeah and really just to give you guys like the nitty-gritty like this is what happens when you admit or like not admit but like submit to people and like share your authentic feeling for one you clear your heart honestly it feels Mm -hmm. like you're a clearing of your heart and like clearing of the the what you've been so afraid to admit in the mm-hmm. first place that's like number one like number two you really start to notice like how not like in a harsh way you're not special in a softer way like mm-hmm. you're not alone like right. you're not alone like everyone thinks these things um and it sucks honestly it sucks that everyone th- feels these things yet nobody talks about it mm-hmm. um so you already start to kind of build your tribe in like your 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 people and so this also gives you a direct access to a thought partner like a partner to bounce those ideas off Mm -hmm. of and just like understand that like there's answers to things and so it's it's amazing feeling it's a really a a huge relief to just get those things off your chest and i guess the practice is getting to it sooner Mm -hmm. um get to it as fast as you can um and make that part of your practice I think then the best thing that happened afterwards after that was then asking myself the question. I'm like, what's really the problem? Like the problem isn't like just not knowing the problem is like having, it's like, I mean, it's, it it is you like it's, it is you like, it's you thinking to yourself these things. It's not, you know, like, so it's, and that's okay. But it also means you have full control and power to change it. And so what helped me was like, okay, what's really the problem? The problem is that I need the confidence to go out there and figure and, you know, ask people questions and like figure out what needs to be done. And the only thing you're going to figure, you're going to figure it out through experience, not Mm -hmm. through avoiding things. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it was just like a great feeling after that, after 
um, just seeing like being able to have conversations and really like starting to see I'm like, oh my God, wait, like I really do have a lot of value to add to other people's lives. It's just like having the confidence to share it and not being scared yeah. to do it, um, which is like really cool. Like it's a really cool experience mm-hmm. um, to feel. And I think the last thing I'll mention on this is um, once you can, you're able to like kind of just identify like that practice of confidence. I found that it's not, I love feeling like things are moving. You know, mm-hmm. I love that feeling that uh, of accomplishment of done doing something. And it really, it's just like as simple as sending an email to somebody you were avoiding, like you're afraid mm-hmm. to send them out, send it out to them or like just doing that soup, like just getting three key things done in your day. Mm-hmm. That was like 10% better than you would have done. You would have done before in your yeah. previous mentality. Um, and uh, God, it feels good. Like it feels good to like just get things done and I and appreciate yourself for, for doing it. Mm-hmm. And it's just not going to feel comfortable, but mm-hmm. who knew that feeling so uncomfortable was actually like the solution to this problem. Yeah. You know, it's wild. It wild. is wild. It is wild. And that's why I like kind of wrapping it up too is like I mentioned at the beginning, I was going to like take a step back from the podcast. Take, I was just like, I need to take a step back from something. But in like, in all honesty, that was not going to help me and my situation. That might help somebody else, like taking a step back from something if you're super, super busy. But for me, I feel like I was just like trying to escape something that was just feeling like a overwhelming task instead of like embracing it and trying to like alter it in a way that it fuels my passion again. It fuels like the whole purpose of Mm -hmm. why like we started the podcast or like finding that again because it wasn't going to be eliminating it for me. It just was Mm -hmm. just a way that I could be comfortable with not doing it and just avoid that instead of embracing it we're all in this together and this will be this is like our like step-by-step like video diary of like our thoughts and feelings as we evolve um and so it's pretty cool to like be evolving with people and um being vulnerable is like so freeing it's Mm -hmm. very freeing so i hope you guys find it that way too but if you have any like questions on like just like our process and how things are going please hit us up. Like, you know where to find us. We're on social mm-hmm. media. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're on YouTube, LinkedIn. Like we're, we're all over the place. So let us know how you feel and see if this was like something that was relevant to you. Um, but ultimately we're in, we're in this together and find, yeah. find your partners, find your people, find your people, find, find your people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Period. Crazy. Well, on that note, baddies, I think that concludes today's episode of the podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. That was really freeing just for us to like kind of get that. I feel like this is a vent space for us too, like able to get things off of our mm-hmm. chest. So thank you for giving us the space to do that every single Wednesday. Um, but yeah, if you would like to, like Riley said, hit us up on social media our um at name is just under baddies mean business you can find us there and yeah we hope you have a great rest of your week and we'll talk to you next wednesday bye baddies bye baddies signing off